0: Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about leaning in to God. And this topic came from a topic queen. So what made you think about this topic for today for our soulmates?
1: Yes. So growing up, You know, my parents always instilled in me that, you know, hey, we've achieved this level of success um, in our lives, but as our child, you are going to do better. You're going to do greater. Um, And they always instilled in me. And this is something at our church that we always say, um, we can do anything through God who strengthens me. You know, at at the end of each service, we say that. And so that's just something that had always stuck with me. You know, them telling me that I was going to be great. And then, you know, being in the church and knowing, understanding God and what he has for me and has in store for me also instilled in me that, you know, I was going to be great. And so I think sometimes in life we forget that. I myself am guilty of it because we hit Mm -hmm. these um, points in our life where we get a little stagnant or we feel defeated because things aren't going our way or we haven't achieved the level of success that we think we should have. And so I think it's important to just remember that we have to lean into God and trust into him uh, better than we lean into our own understanding.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, Just I think it's all about being in alignment with the most high God. And like you said, we get so it's so easy to get comfortable in the situation that we're at. I'll take me, for example, you know, I'm looking to move out of my my mom's house when this pandemic l- lets up and I love it here. It is so comfortable being here and to actually, I know when I make that, that step that I'll really for sure be on my own. Like I'm a full adult <laughs> and I literally mm-hmm. have to take on the responsibilities for myself. Like once I'm out, I'm out and I don't plan on coming back. I'm so comfortable with just being here. And it's because it's a great place to be, you know. I'm with my mom; she's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I know that, you know, you just know when it's time to move on. And you could, I could either let the comfort, comfortability of it all keep me here, or mm-hmm. I can take the risk, lean on what I feel like. I don't want to be putting words in God's mouth, like He, like I ain't tell you to move out, but um, <laughs> what I feel like um, I'm supposed to be doing and doing that thing.
1: You know, but he has, and that's the thing though, he has so much more in store for you as an independent woman, mm-hmm. as a woman who is going to step mm-hmm. out on her own. And it's like we forget that we get so comfortable in being at home or, you know, living with someone. I don't know what everybody's situation is or, you know, being at that certain job, but it's like what happens when you step out and say, okay, hey, you know what? I'm going to switch companies, I'm going to switch careers, or I'm going right. you know, to do that on my own
0: oh okay needed to hear that okay because <laughs> you do because you think you have it so good where you're at like mm. boy i'm over here i'm paying no rent like boy that <laughs> got full check getting stored in the you know my savings put, yeah. put, put, put a little there and you're like but well, when i'm on my own mm. but then i it, but then i was thinking about this literally yesterday because I was watching YouTube and I just got back on YouTube. Y'all saw I got three videos, new videos up. Um, but I was, um, looking, I was looking at another YouTuber and this person makes $50,000 a month on YouTube. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I was doing my financials. I was like, I'm going to need to make $70,000 for the apartment that I want to be 25% of what I make, you know, yeah. of my income. Cause you know, they say you want to spend um, one fourth on your house of what yeah. you bring in. And so I'm like, Oh, I need to make some more money. And I'm like, but how? Cause either way I'm moving out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, um, but then I saw that and I'm like, okay, she making 50,000 a month. I really just need an extra two, you know, a month. And so it's like, it made me, it made me think like, mm-hmm. okay, this is an example that this can happen for you too. But the thing is, we you believe it? And I was even thinking, like, when I move out, I feel like I'm going to have more time or more space rather to create what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, because at this moment, I'm like, hey, mom, you know, I got I to gotta shoot a smoothie recipe. You know, I don't want to tell her, like, we got it or anything. But, you know, so that's yeah. how it is. But now I'm like, this is how I'm decorating my space. This is the smoothie I'm making for today. This is the, you know, I don't know,
1: I'm excited <laughs> about that. Stepping out onto your own means more content. You're able to do those videos, you know, finding my apartment, decorating <laughs> my apartment. You're able to have that content because you're stepping out on your own versus you being at home and kind of be creative and think of videos to do you know right for Mm. real
0: because like it's the comfortability of it all we don't realize that it's keeping us is it seemed like a good deal Mm -hmm. but it's keeping us stuck
2: yes (laughs) right yes 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 you hit it you hit it (laughs) it is limiting us because all and don't get me wrong like i know you it is a lot of perks to living with our parents, I mean, that rent free, you know, you can really get into that complacent girl, that complacent mindset of thinking like, you know, all my money is my money and I get to, you know, do things that I actually want to do. But at the same time, I feel like God gives us signs and when those signs like you were saying god didn't really tell me but i feel like he told me but i think you just know you you really feel it in your it's like god doesn't speak through words he speaks through the signs he speaks through our emotions that feeling like it's yeah it's something you just feel like you need to do and whenever you're moving with god god is gonna be It's is gonna i feel like god is gonna level you up to the point to where you don't even miss living rent-free because you don't even feel it phasing you the fact that you out on your own because you're you've prepared yourself enough you've gotten to that that point in your life to where you you made the steps you've gone you've lived with your mom now you know the like the way you need to move in order to actually start living on your own and and actually once you do live on your own you will actually I just think you're gonna, we're gonna be all right. I'm speaking to myself as well. We're gonna be all right. We don't have to live in that limited space, that space of lack of. Oh, if I move out, I'm not gonna have enough of this. I'm not gonna have enough of that. Oh, my money is gonna be depleted, or you know, whatever the case may be. The things we just naturally think. Right. Not to say, you know, God. I mean, there won't be trying times, but there's trying times right where we are right now, and, and somehow God has always ensured a way. That we've gotten through it, so just this leap, like stepping out on a leap of faith, along with that um, the knowledge. I'm not just saying, don't move out. You ain't got no savings. You ain't got no money. You ain't got. No... Don't do it that way, guys. But like, I know Tiff, and I know she has, like, <laughs> she has mapped it out to the T. She's there all her stuff, like. But yeah, I just feel like we we we're more afraid of that unknown thing when we take that leap of faith. And and that's what hinders us sometimes from even taking the steps. I know right now this whole just situation that we're going through, I think as a nation, as a globe, globally, I feel like it's just causing us to lean on God and it's causing us to to really put our faith in God like never before. Like and I really was just telling myself this, this morning because I was watching church and I was just saying, like, I really, really whenever things go back to quote-unquote normal i don't want to get so busy and caught up in the day-to-day life that where i'm i'm not leaning on god anymore and i'm like oh i gotta do this i'm like caught in the matrix and i feel like i gotta do this that and the third and, and instead of realizing that god got me like is there ever a time that god hasn't had you so right. just really leaning on god is it's been key and and something i want to stay doing
1: Yes. And we've mentioned this book before in, a, in some other podcasts, but and this really is a, it's one of those books you just got to have in your repertoire. You got to get it. You got to own it because you got to pull on it and lean on it when you need it. Yeah. And it's Best Life Now by Joel Osteen. And the first chapter is titled Enlarging uh, Your Vision. And he calls us to get rid of that small-minded thinking and start thinking as God thinks. Think big, think increase, think abundance, think more than enough. And um, I think it's important. Another good book, Think and Grow Rich, I was telling y'all that um, positive and negative thoughts can't live in the same, but they can't operate at the same time. One has to dominate the other. So if you're, you're either thinking from a place of fear or you're thinking from a place of faith, is you're either um, thinking from a place of love or from a place of jealousy and hatred. You're either thinking mm. in about enthusiasm or revenge and greed. You're either thinking hope mm. or anger and superstition. So you really have to hone in on those positive emotions and let those dominate your mind because when you're not then that negativity creeps in and that is what is leading you we're subconsciously walking through life and is leading us
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: i love that i love how you brought mentioned that that you can't think positive thoughts and negative thoughts at the same time like the two cannot occupy the same space and so if we are just let's use the example since we're talking about moving out if we are playing or if you want to purchase your first home or whatever the case may be if you're in that process of making a big step like that you can't be out here i mean and though those thoughts will creep in like how you gonna do this how you gonna survive you gonna like be feeling but you don't want to live paycheck to paycheck do you like those thoughts will come in the mind and just like Kobe was just saying, you can't think both. So as soon as you feel yourself constantly, you know, that doubt sinking in, those those just natural thoughts of disbelief, that survival mode thinking, you really have to flip into a new mindset. I, you, first you have to consciously tell yourself, like, you know, I got this, God is an abundance, my bank account always runneth over. Like, you just gotta keep telling yourself that those things and then subconsciously like once you consciously tell yourself that enough your subconscious mind is gonna automatically work on autopilot into where you don't have to just constantly drill it in your head all the time because you're just gonna know it's gonna be a certain piece a certain sense of knowing that you just feel that you don't feel like it's even forced anymore because of the, your subconscious mind has been tapped in i mean kicked in yeah. and then you know, you get to the point where you, you just know this for me. I got this. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: It reminds me of our podcast, um, Vibrate Higher. And it's just like mm-hmm. it's it's that that podcast is so imperative because that's what's gonna get you to make that risk. That's what's gonna get you to step out on faith and that's what's gonna get you to attract the things that you really want in life. It's because like when those those messages of oh no you don't want to live paycheck to paycheck or oh this is too soon it's too soon that's Mm -hmm. like that's like we always say a lack mentality you know and we do want to be prepared and things of that nature but if you're prepared or even if you're not prepared sometimes you just have to go when God says go because or else you know um the opportunity may not present itself again you know and so mm-hmm. it may or it may not, and and you want it to seize the opportunity when it comes. And um, seeing that the pandemic is going on, I believe that apartment prices will be down, house prices will be down.
2: That's <laughs> uh sure it's they to, are down. They okay?
0: so it's time to be oh. ready. So, yeah. so, but I I do know that it's just like bringing those those vibrations up is very imperative in. Boosting your your faith because when y'all you know, vibrations up, you like oh God got me like I'm good. Yeah. When they're low, that's when so much can creep in, and there's so many different ways you could boost your vibrations. But y'all can just go listen to that entire episode. <laughs> yes. yes,
2: yes, no that that's real. It just made me think about um about two years ago, two or three years ago you know, I had just, I was in that that place where I had just finished, um, school and, you know, at this time you just, you just get, well, me, I just got the first job that was going to pay me some money because, you know, I wanted to, I needed to make money. And so, you know, I got into this space of feeling really down on myself, feeling like, you know, I'm not living my purpose. I'm not, um, you know, not making my parents proud, like, you know, things, just things of that nature because of the the amount of money I was bringing in monthly or the job that I had at the time. And so, you know, I had put in my mind that, you know, I'm going to get a different job. I didn't know what the job was. I, I just literally wrote a letter to God and was like, you know, God, give me a job that I feel like I'm fulfilling a purpose that's in alignment with, you know, where I want to be, and I was honest, like I don't want to go back to school, so like you know, give me something that can sustain me right now, and so at first, I remember when I was writing down the number, like what I want to make, and it was a huge jump from what I was making now and to the point you know to where I wanted to be, and I kept telling myself, like this is crazy, like that that doubt just kept on coming in, like, you really think you're gonna jump from here to there. Like, like, yeah, it, it just didn't seem realistic in my mind. But, you know, still force yourself. I still have to challenge myself to write it down and to the point where I would literally, every morning, every night, I would read it. I would near one, I recorded myself saying it. So if I didn't feel like saying it, I would just listen to it. And so it's like programming that subconscious mind to get you out of that reality. Like if it's something as small as like, or as large as like moving out, like telling yourself you're a homeowner every day, or an apartment, like you live in your own space every day. So you can, so your subconscious is played so much in your subconscious mind to the point to where it becomes second nature. And so once I did get the new job, the I got the new job because I felt like I deserved the new job, but I didn't get the pay that came with the job and and everybody's like that sounds confusing so i I had so long story short i got the new job the job was supposed to pay the amount that i had wrote down but i wasn't getting the pay for the job but i got the job description and so i was like you know why don't i know i was like i feel like i'm putting in all this work i'm doing all the things i feel like i've taken the steps but then when I asked myself, I still didn't believe mentally in my mind that I could receive that amount of money monthly. I just, it just wasn't clicking into me. So I just went into prayer. I went into super meditation. I went into like, just like affirmations every day, like, cause I really needed to impress, imprint on my subconscious mind that I can actually have this thing. Like it's tangible for me. And then it took me a while, it took, I'm not gonna lie, it took it took a, about a year later and then I was then able to get, I was working the job and then the salary came with the pay but it took some time because and I know what was stopping it and it was my own belief, that own not trusting that God can give it to me not trusting that, like, I can actually, like, nobody in my family ever did this in my immediate family, as far as my mom, my dad, my siblings. So just not having the belief to even think that it was possible. So once I changed that belief, and it wasn't an overnight thing. It was when I looked back in hindsight, it was dang there almost a year and a half process. But it did eventually catch up. So just with any dream you have, lean on God, lean on the power that God has put into you Oh, and it's a Bible verse. Oh, girl, my, um, the computer's sitting on the Bible, so I can't even go to the Bible verse right now. So that's how y'all know our podcast is holy. We sitting on the Bible. <laughs> but, um, but in the Bible verse, um, it's the one where God can do exceedingly abundantly uh, beyond all we can think or ask. But I love how it says, according to the power that worketh in us. Mm-hmm. According to the power that we're in us. So God can do all these amazing things. God is God. God is doing greatness. But what is the power like inside of you? How are you working hand in hand with God so that He can grant you the desires of your heart?
1: Girl, and you're so on point hard. because the second chapter is called <laughs> of, uh, Joel's book is called Raising Your Level of Expectancy. And he said I need to get this book. <laughs> He says, God usually meets us at our level of expectancy. So expect things to change in your favor. Ooh. Mm. You gotta say that line again, Kobe. Girl. Please. Girl. That part. He said, God usually meets us at our level of expectancy. Hmm. So expect things to change in your favor.
0: Mm. And I love that. Oh, y'all both hit on two amazing points. Because you know, I heard I say that scripture a lot—the one that you were talking about, above abundantly above all, we could think or act." But I always stopped there. I didn't go to the next part, where it's talking about with the power with us inside. And so, um, and it's like I believe that, but you forget the work that you have to do on your end. Mm. You know, it's like well, Yeah, what? Well, God, God is always going to do His part, but. Are you doing your part? That's the mm. that's what's stopping you. You're not doing your part. And when it comes to, like, the expectancy thing, I'm just thinking for, like, myself, even in, like, relationships. Y'all know me and the girls just had a whole discussion. They helped me get through life today about, you know, a relationship for me. And, you know, y'all spoke life into me. And the thing is, I wrote a whole, like, a blog post about what I was going through just to get my feelings on, on off off of me. and mm. And then I remember myself writing at least he did this, or at least blah, 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 blah. But why am I expecting an at least type of relationship? Mm -hmm. You know, if God has given me exceedingly abundantly above all I could think or ask. So why am I thinking of at at least job, at least relationship and at least purpose? And so I'm like, when I was writing that, I was like, "At least, that's the problem mm. right there." Yeah. At, at least he, at least he's calling me. At, at least he makes me feel mm. good, you know. Right. We forget what God's promises is for us, and since we've been, I just feel like a lot of times, since we see what other people been through, our own experiences blocks our lowers our expect- expectancy, you know, mm-hmm. and so we have mm. to go back to the promises of God because. You know, we're not of this, like what it says, we are, we aren't of this world. We have to Mm -hmm. step outside of the world and get what God has for us. You know, we're not the same, you know, (laughs) we have to step outside of the world. If we really want that abundance that God has for us, but we get caught up in the world because we see what everybody else is doing, you know, but that's not for us. (laughs) <laughs> that ain't. That ain't. It ain't got to be for you. If you make the decision to live a life um of abundance. Mhm. But it starts with what jazz said, like well both of y'all said, raising up your expectancy and doing your part in God's plan. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. It it's like sometimes we and I know I think we said this before. Sometimes we put these limitations on God, and like you were saying with your blog post, you wrote, "Well, at least such and such did this, or at least you know, at least I still have a job, or at least I still you know, at least I'm 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 close to my goal weight, even though that ain't what you really want, or at least my." No, don't, blame <laughs> me. don't blame me. Jazz. Don't blame no, I'm just saying. Well, when you think about God, God is not an at least God. He's an at most God. God is extra. God does the most. The whole (laughs) most. So whenever we find ourselves saying at least, we really have to see, like, is this what God would want for us? Can God do better? (laughs) And God can always do better. God can always, always do better. So literally, like, changing that at least to, like, at most. You deserve the most. And I was literally, I was literally driving because I like to like since we ain't got no way to do, I like to go on drives into um super million dollar home uh neighborhoods. And I like try to I just go and I'm driving around these homes and like my mom she's with me and like she's like, Yeah, all that house, that's too much. Like why why somebody want all that? That's that's taken from the the po people. Like you know just things like that just conditioning normal conditioning and i was like mom i feel like i see myself being here but i won't and this goes i, I just listen okay the only reason why i say this is because i know when most times you think of neighborhoods like this i mean these are like mega like i literally google searched on hardapp.com the real estate app and i typed in like million dollar home like very expensive homes and i was like i need to go in this neighborhood and like most people and i'm speaking for my mom's just just from her own um understanding of the world and what she's experienced and she's like yeah this is only like a white person's neighborhood and i was like i want to destroy that 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 stigma i i see this being a whole black, black neighborhood like you know i feel like we are just as deserving to have all of all of this and, and more, and this can be the norm. And I'm like, when my kids go outside, they gonna be with with their cousins. I just feel like my whole family, my, my circle, when I say family, not just my blood family, but the family, the people that I know. Like, I wouldn't even want to just be here by myself. I want to be here with all of my people because I feel like we're deserving of this. And I'm just like, I just want us to... To raise our vibration to the point where we don't, we feel like something is so out of reach that it doesn't even belong to our
1: culture, and but that's you know what helps with that. Is you know we talked, I talked about mentioning positive and negative emotions. Is positive, mm-hmm. and negative environments too? We have to get out of those environments and start surrounding ourselves with with people who can expose us to those things where it's like, oh, you living <laughs> like this. Okay, I can do that too. And Mm. Joel Osteen says the Bible says if you walk with wise men, then you're going to become wise. If you associate with people with successful people, before long you will become successful. Their enthusiasm Mm. will be contagious, and you will catch that vision. If you hang around people of faith, before long you're going to be filled with faith. So Mm. we have to get ourselves an environment of victory Mm. where people are you know, living that life where people have that vision. They, they expect mm. greatness. They're like, no, I'm not living that life. This is the life that I've for myself and I have achieved that.
0: Yes, that's so true. And I mean, we see it in our own lives. The people we have around us right now, it's mm-hmm. just like, it just makes sense. And it, it goes back to like, I think I said this in another podcast before, but it goes back to like when you see like a superstar like Halle Berry or Denzel or you know whoever it is, and then you're like, and then they say like I've been friends with such and such since I was ten, and then and they're also famous, and I'm like, so again, have y'all been famous your whole life? No, they've been <laughs> in the same circle, which they elevated each other, and that's why they're where mm-hmm. they are now. So it really does matter who you are around if you for whatever level you want to be on and um, I think it's so funny that you said that you drive around those expensive houses me and my mom actually started walking around in different neighborhoods just because we wanted different scenery and we went to this neighborhood that my mom really likes it's actually like across the street from your neighborhood like I literally drove through your neighborhood to get to this yeah Sedona Yeah, that's exactly where we went. And so that's crazy. And so we went there and walked around their little beautiful ass lake. And tell me why there were so many Black people. Not only so many Black people, so many Black fathers with their kids. Their their wife must have been at home. And I was like, just taking them back. And I was like, wow. Because y'all know I don't want to live in the suburbs right now, but... I was like, but when I do live in the suburbs, like when my kid is like five and they're ready to go to school, I'm like, I could definitely see myself in my fine ass husband, successful ass husband, living there too. <laughs> and so, yeah. But um, but yeah, but it's good to see it first, you know. Like, all yeah. right, how can you get something that you don't see? And even when me and my mom were walking around, she was like, when I was younger, I was never exposed to. This type of environment, so I don't even there. I've never seen this before. I didn't even know if I wanted it because I never seen it. And so it's very important to expose your friends, your kids, your loved ones to I don't want to say better things, but just expose them to things so they can choose what they want out of life. You know?
1: Yes,
0: yes. Because a lot of people think they only have one option. You know? Mm. But so true. You don't. You have the whole world. <laughs> it's for you. It's for you. It's not just. It's not just for one one type of person. It's for you. But you have to believe it, like you said. Your expectancy has to go go up.
2: Yeah, girl. Yes, generational wealth. It's it's here. I it believe is. it. I it.
0: <laughs> so I want to put us on the spot, right? Cause I was thinking about this question since we started And my question to you guys is what are three things that is in your heart that you want that you don't have yet? And so I want our soulmates to answer this too. Some three things you want to do three things. Maybe you want to have, like it could be anything, but I just want to talk about those things because as I reflect on the things that I want out of life, and what has stopped me is, is stupid <laughs> because the only thing that's stopping me is myself.
1: So <laughs> should I go first or mm. are y'all still thinking? Um, I have a so few things. You said three okay. things. Yeah. Five, um, yes. three things. Um, it's a big one. But uh, guys said, you know, I'm going to be a CEO. I'm going to be an executive. And, um, yes, yes, I get stuck and I'm like, how, but you know, look, I believe him, I believe him, and I know what he um, has in store for me. And, like I said, he said, an executive, he said, You're gonna own a home and you're gonna be a wife, yes, yes,
0: yeah. girl, that is so true. How I about Jazzy?
2: um for me i literally was writing in my journal this morning so let me get it and see so because i was saying the things i want so one thing i want well three yeah three things that i want is i want financial freedom and whatever that may look like i don't know if that's gonna be through me being just having one major thing I'm good at, or whether that's just me having multiple things. I don't know if it's going to come from all my investment accounts. I don't know, like, or if it's going to come from the podcast. I don't know. I just don't know. Whatever comes first. Yeah. that makes me, yeah, I just think it's just going to be it all. Real estate. Um, Then I wrote, I would like a family to be a wife a mother so to some amazing phenomenal successful um abundant kids Mm. and uh, let's see what's one more thing oh this whole podcast has just taught me the end oh you said things we don't have okay i kind of have that
0: but you can still say it It sound like (laughs) okay
2: okay so the things i just want to make more meaningful relationships cuz i know the past i've kind of been like i feel like i've taken some of my relationships for granted and the reason why i say that is because i i'm that friend i feel like that could flake a lot that just because i always have so much going on and i always find something more important to do than just cultivating my relationships so i really just want to Once all this is said and done, I really want to just hang out with my friends and just be there for my for my people, not even just friends, but friends and family. Like like even harder than I ever been in my life. Like, so yeah. Yeah. Those are my three. What are your three?
0: That's a good one. I just wanted to say something on that friends thing. I think someone who really does is good at that is Deborah. Deborah knows how to date her friends. So you get that time to like just spend alone with her. More particularly because she loves to eat, and so she was like, "Let's check, let's try out a new restaurant." And so, but it's just really times like that where, you know, rather whatever, it, whatever it is you like to do, you know, mm-hmm. doing it with a friend. I I know I do a lot of things alone. I forget that I can call my friends to, you know, just go for a walk. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I definitely agree with that. But I was just saying we could take a lesson from. The phenomenal Deborah Queen, because she's, really yes. she's really good at courting right. us.
2: <laughs> how about for you? She is amazing. She is so amazing with that. But yes. how about for you? What are your three things, Tish? Yes.
0: Yeah, so, um y'all already know I want to not only start a nonprofit that really elevates the Black community financially, economically, spiritually, healthily you know, the same thing that we do already. You know what I mean? But I really want a nonprofit. I really want to create a nonprofit base with that. Um, and, I, and I have this vision on how it's supposed to work. And for some reason, doubts keep creeping in my mind. Like, how are you even going to make it work? Will people donate? Like, who's going to believe in your vision? Can you really make that change that you want to? And so y'all know I've been thinking about this nonprofit for or like, a few years, probably, like, two years, and haven't started it yet, and so, I definitely want to start that very soon, and, um, and then, um, like, now, (laughs) and then, um, number two is, I guess, they'll be number two, I was gonna save it for last, but I definitely like y'all, I want to be a mother and, um, and a wife, but not only just a mother and wife, it's just, like, I want to be a wife to the right person, and I want a healthy a healthy marriage that's going to stand the test of time. Like, I want the marriage to last forever, and I want it to be a, a very good example of what marriage is supposed to be. I really want to be with my soulmate, and I want us to love each other forever, and I want us to raise kids with an abundant mindset, you know? like and i want them to be good good people yeah. and do good things in the world and i want them to be healthy but um and the reason why i had to go in depth with that is because i've always sh- kind of like i don't want to say always struggled but just you know going through life it gets kind of scary cuz you see things and you don't know mm-hmm. you know you see so much divorce you see so much pain in your, the relationships you already have have, and you see some some things that you don't like, but um, I just want to be able to know that no matter where I am in life, that I'm going to be able to attract the person for me. It's very important because it's very important. <laughs> so okay. So my third point is basically to just be able to have um, passive income. Um and that I'm able to be financially free and move out and, you know, just take that next step. So, Mm. yeah. So I just the reason why I asked you guys for those three things is so we could pinpoint exactly what we want so we could start putting our expectancy up and really, you know, just focusing on those things and knowing that we deserve those things and that we can have those things and those things will be successful, you know? But if you don't know what you want, how are you Mm. going to get them?
1: Yeah. And going back to the very beginning, I talked about how, you know, my mom, my parents, both my mom and dad always told me, you know, you're going to be better than us. And some of the things that you probably said, um, and I'm talking to myself and our audience, you know, are going to be things that you probably never been done in your family. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that can be hard to believe or expect when you're like, this has never been done but um chapter four is called breaking the barriers of the past and you have to um we just have to get past that the things that have happened in the past i'll share a quote from uh, zadie smith and it says the past is always tense the future perfect so we just have to know that Mm. our best days are ahead of us
2: basically The future is perfect, because a lot of times we get in a habit of what if this don't work out and this, you know, that negative spiral of creating this this imperfect future. But we really could get in our minds and start thinking about all the wonders of our future. And I love how Tiff was like pinpoint, like, what is it that y'all want? Because when you know what you want, you can envision that perfect future that you so-called are creating so I love that I love 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 that
1: it is and half the battle is really in our minds you know I I just think back to the quote where it's like if you think you can you can if you think you can't then you won't and (laughs) um, in this uh, book it talked about um, runners like track and field and decades ago people never thought that it would be possible for people to run a four-minute mile but. It it is possible and it's happened. And um where is it? Oh. Within ten years after Roger Bannister. I, I don't know what I can't. Roger Bannister made history and he did something. I'm trying to see what it was. The Olympic. He was in the Olympics and he, he broke some record and people didn't think that it was possible for others to do that. But hmm. you know, it it starts in your mind though. And, um, my siblings run for wings and their theme, like on all oh. their shirts, it says winning starts at the, at the start line, not at the finish line or something like that. And I it's just basically man. going to that mentality of, you know, you can lose that race even before you even start because if you, because of how you thinking. Yeah. You, you, hear, have that. Mentality you hear that to No, Hmm.
0: You hear that quote too, people will be like, oh, you lost that race before you even started. Yeah, mm. yes, yes. It must be because you, you have to have the, you have to start off with the mentality to even get there.
2: It all goes back to that, that mentality, that mindset, how you were saying like our future is is perfect because I'm, I'm just still stuck on that. I just love yes. that. But I love how you were talking about the um the four minute mile because before the four minute mile had been accomplished i'm pretty sure the person that ran the four minute mile was looking at the people before them that paved the way and mm-hmm. so and in his mind he was just he was inspired he he saw the the um, or I'm assuming it was a he that ran a four minute mm-hmm. mile, but I'm sure he was being, he was inspired by seeing people that came before him did what he thought was something that was so amazing. And he, he basically saw that the, the thing that he wanted being modeled. And it, it just takes me back to the beginning of the podcast when Tiff was saying, you know, when you were walking with your mom and she was saying, you know, this wasn't, we wasn't exposed to things like that. So, the, the point I'm trying to make is when you're exposed, this is why it's good to have role models, because role models expose you mm-hmm. to to things that you may not at first feel like is possible, but when you see someone doing something, you can then just, it, it just allows you to force and stretch yourself and push yourself mm-hmm. to to creating that, that, that perfect future that you want that seemed like it was impossible or it seemed like it was something that could never come true, and then here it is, you got people running four-minute miles, and next thing you know, we're going to have somebody running a three-minute mile probably. It's just that seeing the behavior, seeing the thing modeled first, firsthand can really just inspire you to, like, oh, if he could do that, then I could possibly do this. I can do that, and so.
1: I just, just look really fast <laughs> it's so fast you going <laughs> around one minute each time having the you know having people around you to push you past those barriers and I don't know where I was I think it was Marcus Davis I was at a um somewhere where he gave a speech and he was talking about you know barriers and pushing past your limits and um he brought up a video of like a race car uh people changing the race car tires and huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before. We've seen it before. But, you know, the, peep, the fastest it's been done is 1.88 seconds, y'all. Where they've been changed some tires. Crazy.
2: Girl, so I go to the dealership and they be taking like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> How about you want to come back and pick your club? Nah, they can do it in
0: one second.
2: I'm going to need y'all to come on.
0: Second. I, I think the thing is it's impossible until you do it yeah so mm. if, if God's put something into your heart you, that that's the possibility right there yeah. mm. that's where the possibility starts for the for the thought for an impossible thought to even pop into your mind that you can do something is where it starts like that's where the possibility starts like because you're able to even think it like you were saying. And so I think if, some, if God gives us something, something impossible for us to do, you know that you're supposed to do it because it's great. And God wants you to do great things in life. What we say? Exceedingly and abundantly above all we could think or act. So when things are put into our mind that look like, oh, ooh, for real God, you sure me? I, I could do this? You sh- you show me Tiffany Malone, Jasmine Charles, Jasmine Colbert.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that take that as a yes. It's time for you mm-hmm. to be impossible.
1: possible.
2: Facts, facts. That
1: part.
2: Oh it is time. That that part, and it just yeah. made me think. Like, how do we tap into that? Because in Think and Grow Rich, he calls it something. He calls it like um you tapping into the God presence within you tapping into that God force and with the you,
1: sixth sense. Yes. The
2: sixth sense
1: mm-hmm. It's called your,
2: sixth sense. And your sixth sense. Yes. That hunch. I think what I think it is, is just being very intuitively intuitively sound and in mm-hmm. touch with God. When he sends you those, those impossible messages that don't seem far fetched, but you just know something like you just, just got that hunch and and to feel like i know this ain't never been been done before and it mm-hmm. sounds berserk just like going back to the the uh warner brothers not the one the waynes brothers that created the um the airplane and it's just like to think like objects flying and that's never been seen like how do you tap into that sixth sense how do you so that you can in en- Engulf the thing that God wants to to birth through you that so-called impossible thing and How do you guys think you tap into that's my question to you ladies? What is it that? What is what do you think is necessary to tap into that that sixth sense so that Our soulmates can be some tips that y'all can give them so that they can tap into ultimately i I feel like that's part of where your divine purpose comes from is by tapping into that sixth sense and receiving the messages that god wants to give you so how do you suggest that they do that
0: i think it's what you're saying actually receiving the messages that god has for you because Mm. god speaks through us through many in many types of ways Mm -hmm. and sometimes you You could feel it. You could feel it. When someone says something, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, like, I need to do this. Or even confirmation. God will give you confirmation about something that you've been thinking about. Or he'll wake you Mm -hmm. up at at night, you know, just look at your clock and see that it says 111, you know? Mm -hmm. So just listening and receiving those messages is i feel like it's how you could tap into that that magic and and you could feel it i don't know if you i don't know how to explain it but you could feel feel it the thing mm-hmm. is you can't just feel it you have to take that that feeling is supposed to move you to actually do it mm-hmm. and a lot of times we feel something but we don't move on that feeling and so sometimes we wait until that feeling comes back again but I just suggest you move on it as soon as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. And for me, um, and these are not my words, but this is coming from the book, but I so agree with it. And it is um God's favor. And part of that is, you know, which I've said it before, is not um is who whose you are. It's not who you are, but who you are. And once you declare God as your father, the king of kings, the Lord of Lords, your savior then you're you're able to declare his and ask for his favor over your life for him to spill over that abundance and that greatness into your life and when you're able to do that then he's able to When you're able to ask for that then you're able to receive that
2: Mm, i like that i think i I agree with that as well i definitely agree with um so it it seems like it's having a personal relationship with god like mm-hmm. cultivating that relationship with God, mm-hmm. so that, like Tiffany was saying, so that, that you can receive the messages that He wants to to give us, to bless us mm-hmm. with, so that it's so, so that we can receive it. I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's what I would say. The core of it, we're leaning on to him, leaning in our own understanding, because we are going to have those moments where we're like, I've been through this, I did this, I did that, I don't deserve this, I'm not <laughs> worthy of this. Uh, you know, you're going to have those thoughts. But mm. once again, when you know that you have the God's favor that is over your life, then it changes everything.
0: Yeah and i'm so glad that y'all got back to the point of leaning on god and i'll say this because i was struggling <laughs> last last yesterday i was really struggling and i went for a walk um and so i went for a walk and gospel music just started playing i didn't put that on i didn't put it on and so that wasn't on part of the playlist no okay so but it was just an overwhelming grace that swooped me back in. And I was so happy. felt like I was getting saved again. Like, oh, I was just filled with the Holy Spirit. I was so happy. Like, they probably was looking at me like, what is this girl doing? I was over there <laughs> dancing. And so mm. I just was laughing at myself yesterday because I just thought how funny it is. I'm like, God, are you tired of me? I felt like it was like I always run back to you, you know. Mm -hmm. I always run back to you because when I'm feeling down, I run back to you. I know he he doesn't only want you to run to him when you're not feeling good, but where do you go when you feel bad? You run to your dad (laughs) to take care of you. You know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm. And so,
0: so just knowing that he's always there and leaning on him, and you realize when you're in that presence. Everything is mm. perfect. Everything is perfect, and when you're mm. praising God, when you're having that real relationship with God, if you're looking for perfect, that's where that's where perfect is, right there in that mm. moment. And then you realize praising God is what brings your vibrations up. For me, that's the ultimate. That's when I'm most aligned. That's why I was so happy last week. <laughs> and so, so I just think you have to get back to putting God first in everything you do within your mm. person, your relationship, which is hard to do sometimes. Um, putting God first with your career, putting God first with every decision that you make. And every we're human. So we mess up, but just knowing that you could always run back to dad means everything, <laughs> but I don't want us to always run with a back to him. I just want us to,
1: run with him you know what I mean right
2: no you're right and I don't necessarily think that is running back to him because um the question the question was how do we tap into that sixth sense so like you said it's not running back to him making that your lifestyle right like whatever that looks like for you you I think personally you just have to have that that spiritual connection and I think Tiff you were just saying like with the decisions that you make I love that you said that you want to put God in the decisions that you make, like in the work that you do and the relationships that you have. You want to ensure that God is in the midst and then God is going to send you those signs, that discernment, that clarity that you need so that you can receive the messages he's trying to
0: impart on you. Yes, you know, we're Mm -hmm. trying to figure everything out. We're trying to figure out every freaking part of our lives. But we have to go back to that scripture that we started off with. Lead not into your own understanding. Lead into God's understanding. Because our understanding is whack. Like I go back and forth with so many decisions that I made. Should I have done this? Should I have said that? Should I have made this move? Look, that's too much energy.
1: It ain't we
0: need to stop depending on our own human understanding. Just be like... Well, God told me all I know is that told me that everything works out for my good. So I'm just gonna stand on that, do the best I can. And I'm just gonna stand on that. <laughs> okay,
2: it's
0: yeah. too much. That's
2: it. Okay, so y'all, what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time, y'all. If this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast. We always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life either you transform your life for the good or you transform your life for the not so good in the bible it states let the weak say i am strong so on those days when you feel in sick and tired down and out you gotta speak life over your life you literally have to say i'm feeling better and better every day god gonna work it out i'm getting through this like speak positive things over your life and watch god just walk up in there and transform your life exceedingly abundantly beyond all you can ask or even think okay so i'm affirming and there's three of us and i'm affirming that there are millions billions trillions of y'all out there tuned in or just really who's ever divinely meant So we're going to go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations. Who wants to go first?
0: I'll go. I am financially free. And I have an abundance of overflow of finances. (laughs) Mm,
2: Yes. I am leaning on God
1: in all that I do. I am going to do something great. I am going to excel in my career. I am going to enthusiastically serve other people. I am going to break out of this mold and rise to new heights.
0: Yes. 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 (laughs) All right, Tiff. Let them know where to find us. Yes. Soul Feeling Podcast is literally everywhere. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, go give us a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet so we can go (laughs) up in the rankings. But if you're listening to us anywhere else, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Play, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can make sure you get all of our episodes. And if you aren't following us on our social media platforms, what did you waiting for? Soul Filling Podcasts everywhere. That's S-O-U-L-F-I-L-L-I-N-G. We love you guys so much.
2: Bye. So much. Until next time, soulmates. Bye.